Good evening and welcome to Talk Electric with Electric Fairy. Um, tonight we're going to start a, uh, a new segment. This segment is called Parables of a Slut. This segment is going to focus on, uh, you know, sex and all things sex related and a lot of little bit of dating stories, a little bit of poly talk, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Well, you know, we'll figure it out as we go along. But uh, tonight we're going to start off with a, with a little discussion of the uh, last two dates, if you will, that I had the misfortune of uh, participating in. So, we're going to talk about this first dude. Um, so, this first dude, um, I met him off the internet. Well, I can't quite recall uh, what site I'm on, but I'm on a few sites. I'm on OkCupid with a very long arduous profile that very much explains me in great detail. So when I meet people off OkCupid and they claim to have read my profile and then they get here and they very obviously haven't. It's kind of one of those annoying things. But that's okay. Such is life. Bumble is like eh, a little two cent out there. Bumble's mostly for for dudes who want babies or so they're saying on their profiles. I don't really get a lot of Bumble hits. Um, I'm not on Tinder anymore because Tinder kicked me off when I called a guy an asshole. Apparently, we're not allowed to tell anybody they're an asshole when they're being an asshole, so Tinder can fuck right off. Um, and then Facebook dating's a new thing that ugh, a couple of people. So, and also first. <laughs> Uh, frame of reference. I am a about to be 36 year old female. I identify as bi, but I mean, that's official. I personally identify as mostly straight, but very gay. Uh, I like women. I'm attracted to women, but I don't date women for a variety of reasons. And we'll get more into that some other day. But for today, we're going to talk about... (laughs) I don't even know what to call this dude. I guess I have to come up with a name, right? For each dude. But I met this dude on Facebook dating. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and classify him as a type of burner. Um, And by burner, I mean someone that participates in the ethos of Burning Man. And uh, they kind of model their life and outlook around the principles that are behind Burning Man. For those of you that don't know, Burning Man does in fact have 12 principles. Uh, Rules, if you will. People don't like calling them rules, but if you break them, the hardcore burners will call you out on them. So they are not guidelines. They are in fact rules. But anyhow, that's a whole different story back on topic this guy was certainly a type of burner so I checked out his profile we had one mutual friend which was a girl that randomly popped up on my Facebook I didn't actually know her 
she had some event that I went to and I met her and she was, you know, nice enough. Um, but for the most part, just Facebook friends. So this guy comes over and we start chatting and this thing will happen where people will come into my room and my life and they'll see the things that I am and my hobbies and I don't know, they kind of get a little bit enamored and this guy was just very uh, quick to start verbalizing, um, talking, so much talking. For someone like me who talks a lot, if I say you talk a lot, that's a lot of fucking talking, let me tell you. And usually that means I'm not getting very many words in. When people start talking a lot and talking more than me, I kind of go into observer mode and allow them to speak um, since they want that platform and they want to dominate that platform. So I just kind of let them talk. Um, I talked a little bit about myself, being an empath and things of that nature. And um, (laughs) every few moments or so, he would just aggressively be like, yes, this is a connection. This is real. I'm just like you. I'm empathic. I'm just like you. Um, It was a little strange. It's not the first time that someone upon meeting me has been like, oh my God, we have so many things in similar. So like, you know, like I'll, I'll take it with a grain of salt, like whether or not we are similar, like things will happen. I'll see. (laughs) We'll find out. And, like, he was very over-complimentary of me. Like, he was just, like, telling me, like, oh, you're so awesome. You can crochet all this. This is really good work. Oh, you're so awesome. You can do this, that, and the other. And then it was just really weird. Basically, he was just saying, we're having a connection. We're the same. You're so cool. And... That was kind of what the first evening in my room consisted of. He gave me a little bit of a calf massage on a calf that super needed it. And he gave me a little bit of massage on uh, my one shoulder that also really needed it. And he could tell immediately, having done work on humans, that I have a lot of physical strain in my muscles right now. I ride a kick scooter around town, so I've been doing a lot of working out, getting to work and back, and it was alright. The first night, I was just like, okay, this guy likes to talk a lot about how he feels things are happening, (laughs) but whatever. I really need a fucking massage. I can't buy one right now. Massage therapists were, um, I think they were the only personal service that was not allowed to reopen with the rest of the hair salons and nail salons, which is a huge bummer, but I understand. Anyhow, so after feeling someone touch me, I was like, "Ah, I don't need sex right now more than I need someone to like touch my body and my muscles and to like not feel all this physical pain. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna invite him over tonight. Hopefully, 
it'll be fine and he'll give me this full massage well he agrees he comes back over with his uh, 10,000 tons of enthusiasm and um <laughs> whereas the night before mostly consisted of him complimenting me and talking about the connection we were absolutely having this night <laughs> consisted of him complimenting me but kind of mostly just him talking about how cool he was and how he was just as cool as I was <laughs> and I was like okay um <laughs> it's not really cool to talk about how cool you are dude <laughs> the saying is be cool not talk about being cool and uh, he just kept talking about how uh he was doing me such a huge favor working on my body like this like he was like I'm a good man and you're so lucky to have a good man like giving his great energy to you right now <laughs> and I'm like all right first of all let me tell you how my body <laughs> my very nice body <laughs> I'm allowing you to touch my body right now okay if anyone's doing any kind of fucking favor do not forget the one that I'm doing you as he described it my left ass and left leg <laughs> felt like a Clydesdale because that's the leg I like pedal with on my scooter so that one's like super buff my right one's fine my right side's fine but the left one was super buff and I'm like homie <laughs> you can feel with your hands how delicious this body feels so do not try and warp this as if me getting a massage from you is some grand thing you're fucking doing because last I checked I can pretty much summon anybody off the internet to come give me a full body rub but he just like kept going on about it about how great his energy was how he was doing me such a solid and he <laughs> he also the mutual friend that we had on Facebook went into great depth about how she's a great human too and she's just as good as us and on our level too and I'm thinking to myself like okay homie first of all I'm on the fence about her she started running her mouth on Facebook about a lot of fucking bullshit she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about I'm sure her heart is in a good place because of what she was arguing for but she didn't actually know what the fuck she was talking about <laughs> so as far as my judgment of that girl goes she's a little naive she's not quite all there yet not a bad person but she's certainly not anything fucking fantastic to write home about and two I cannot stand men who try to tell you about someone's character as if I don't have the right to make my own fucking judge of character like excuse you <laughs> like when he was like I'm a good man <laughs> I'm like I'll be the judge of that sir because the fact of the matter is coming over here and giving me a massage does not make you a good man bro <laughs> a good man has to go way above and beyond to prove to me that they are a good man a good man has to show me that he's going to be good to all women and humans 
outside of the ones he actually knows. A lot of men skate by being like, oh, I'm a good guy to my wife and my daughter and my mom, but they don't really give a fuck about the rest of the women in the world. They don't do anything to help the rest of the women in the world. If you truly are a good man these days, you go above and beyond for everyone, not just the people within arm's reach. So the fact that this guy thinks he's doing me some huge fucking favor and that (laughs) giving me a massage makes him a good dude. (laughs) No, sir. A lot of dudes come over and give girls massages with the intention of trying to hook up with them. Like, that is not a blanket good deed. Like, this guy did it. He didn't try and hook up with me. He spent the night. Um... (laughs) Oh, yeah. He also claimed to be a great cuddler. He said I was a great cuddler and I was just thinking to myself like you are a terrible cuddler and I did not enjoy sharing my bed with you but at least he didn't snore or sweat so that's a plus because I fucking hate that shit but anyhow uh basically the gist I got of that whole time was like he was cleverly talking about how he was just as good as a person as I am and it was he was fishing for like verbal reassurance from me like say like more of a thank you or tell me I'm awesome and I'm just sitting here like homie I'm not interested in boosting any man's ego I don't do that anymore even if you are as good as me as a human being I'm still not gonna boost your fucking ego I'm like it just really felt like this huge power flex like he walked into my room saw that I was a relatively extraordinary person and wanted to prove that he was just as good as me. And I was like, no son, you're not on my level at all. Any man that has ever out the gate told me that he was a good man has then let me down. So definitely not gonna believe you when you tell me you're a good guy, that you're a good guy. And also men, can you stop fucking telling women what to think and what like, how people are like we have our own judging of character we're gonna do that like I'm not gonna fucking listen to anything you have to say about a fucking human I'm gonna make my own fucking judgments based on my experience and the way I interpret them and the way they behave to me so anyhow this fool fucking left his water bottle over here (laughs) which also hella crafty way to try and get back in the house but uh so then after all that nonsense Uh, Keep in mind, this guy's a couple years older than me, so he's late 30s. Uh, He then texts me the next day from a different phone number, and it's blue, which means it's an iPhone. Because prior to that, we were on a different phone number, and his texts weren't coming through immediately, I could tell. They were coming through super delayed, and he wasn't getting mine immediately. So the next day, he, uh, (laughs) he texts me. And he's like, oh, this is my real phone. I gave you (laughs) essentially a burner phone um, because I didn't know if you were like a bot or not, which is semi-fair. I was approaching him talking about a lot of sex immediately on Facebook. I was horny that night. But so I I get the immediately like giving uh, an alternative phone number. Um, But, you know, I... I asked him, I was like, okay, what phone number is this? You know, thinking to myself, like, did he give me a Google voice? Like, what exactly did he give me? He's like, oh, it's an app. I'm like, okay, so what app? 
And then he tells me some obscure app I've never heard of. I'm like, cool. I was like, so why do you have two numbers? And he was just hella dodgy about it. And I was like, okay. And like, I volunteered like, yeah, I have a Google voice. That's usually for my clients, you know, because fucking the fact of the matter is burner phones are for a second fucking income. Usually like that's something illegal. Like, so is mine. Like, I'm not going to pretend that like, you know, I volunteered that like, Hey, it's okay, homie. You can tell me if you have a side hustle. I don't give a fuck. And he can, then he just gave me some stupid like oh my work has da 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 so that's why I need two phones and some other random bullshit and then he fucking then asked me hey but I would like to move over to a non-encrypted form or whatever like signal or whatsapp to converse with you instead (laughs) and I'm like wait, what? You want to move me from your iPhone number that I have now to WhatsApp or Signal? And I just put LOL, no. (laughs) I mean, maybe he doesn't understand what that type of move looks like, but anyone under a certain age in the millennial range knows that moving from an actual phone number to an app is super like that's your side project situation going on it's a hella step down it's hella insulting and i'm like fuck no dude like (laughs) this is your real phone number this is the contact all (laughs) he also was like now you can save save this number and i was just like i'm not fucking saving this number you're forever just gonna be another 510 number now you don't get a saved name (laughs) and you definitely don't get any priority (laughs) pulling this millennial like i'm gonna move you to whatsapp and signal bullshit i'm sorry signal exists for talking about illegal shit that's why signal exists because it's the, is it non-encrypted? Whatever. Point main is signal can't get traced back. So unless you're selling me fucking drugs or we're talking sex deals, like there's no need to fucking be on signal, frankly. Um, anyhow, he kept trying to push on to me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a pause. And he was like, oh, okay, well, have a good day then or something like that. <laughs> and I haven't heard from him since. Thank fucking God. Um, But anyhow, I went and did some homework because while he was here those two nights, he mentioned uh, running into my roommate. So I went over uh, to my roommate to to see what his assessment of him was. And uh, apparently, in a first meeting that did not last very long, like, I mean, he went to the bathroom and was gone for, you know, a few minutes, but he wasn't gone terribly long. So that means he didn't converse terribly long with my roommate. But apparently he told him, let's work together. They're just going to collaborate together because he heard him DJing. My roommate was like, uh, okay, sure. And like, also just over talking about like the connections and shit like that. And my roommate was like, I just kind of got like the impression that he was kind of a burner bro. And I was like, right, that's kind of what I got too. And he was like, he also gave me the impression that he was going to be around here a lot from now on. And I was like, oh, how presumptuous of him. He thinks he left a good, uh, a good impression on me, does he now? Uh, <laughs> so basically, it just kind of confirmed that uh, 
this guy's ego is ginormous and nothing fucking turns me off more than a guy with a giant ego trying to tell me who and who who isn't is not a good person according to fucking him who talks about how awesome he is all the time like sorry giving me compliments doesn't mean i'm gonna fucking sit around and give you compliments especially when i just fucking met you dude you haven't done a damn thing to show me that you're a reasonable human (laughs) like sorry He also did a lot of recon and listened to all my podcasts before he came over, too. So, sure wondering if he's got a notification for it. Because he's definitely going to have to hear about this, uh, what appears to be 20-minute rant about how he's not that cool. And he's a little bit of a fucking tool that thinks so highly of himself. But anyhow, uh, yeah. Sorry, bro. Your energy wasn't as great as you thought it was. I appreciate him working out all the kinks in my massage. He brought this massage machine over that was able to, like, really work out the muscle in my, like, ass, which has never really been done before. And that felt really good. Um, but (laughs) he, uh his energy he just wouldn't fucking shut up about his fucking energy that he was giving me during massage i'm sorry but if there's any massage therapists out there in the world listening to me i'm sure they're laughing too because you don't fucking talk about your energy and you don't fucking talk about how good of a person you are like you don't talk about those things dude you fucking have good energy and you be a good person and you shut up about it that's what that is so like This guy really needs to check himself and shut the fuck up, frankly. (laughs) But anyhow, so that was the dude that I had came over. And it really was one of those situations where I was just because the pandemic and like, I can't get a massage right now. And like, I was physically, I'm still in a lot of pain too. So like, it was good and it helped me for a couple of days, but my fucking muscles are just a goddamn nightmare. And it was, really was one of those, if it weren't for the circumstances of the world right now, I would not be putting up with this bullshit for a massage, but like I really needed a massage. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'll listen to this dude talk about how cool he is <laughs> during our massage. Um, so yeah, so at least I got the massage out of that. Um, and then, so let's move on to our second piece of shit. Um, sorry, the first guy's not, I take that back. Let me withdraw that statement. First guy's not a piece of shit. I don't know that for certain because I don't know him that well. The first guy is just an egotistical dude that thinks very highly of himself. Um, I don't know that he's a piece of shit per se, but I have no interest in finding out he's a piece of shit because, man, his personality is not exactly leaning in a way of someone I ever want to hang out with again. But anyhow, the second guy, this guy's 100% a piece of shit. So this guy was on OkCupid. His dumbass fucking username on OkCupid was, have you met Carr? If any of you are familiar with the show, uh, How I Met Your Mother, you know that's a shtick from the show, How I Met Your Mother. Have you met Ted? That was how his friends would just introduce him to strange females. So that's his fucking dumbass username. Have you met Carr? K-A-R. Anyhow. (laughs) So he is brown. And 
he says he's Hawaiian, Spanish, and Irish. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, you can, that's totally fine. You can be a mutt of all those things and still look that way. I totally buy that. Uh, <laughs> and his profile is just kind of like, you know, whatever, nothing particularly resounding, but we start having a conversation. Um, ideally and I was looking and I'm very much less so looking now because of how much failure I've had but I've been looking for a daddy dom BDSM daddy dom uh, relationship and so we kind of start discussing that I start discussing that with this guy you know and when you are looking for a dom I am a submissive in the DNS relationship there's a lot of vetting as it's called where you discuss all the boundaries because in the kink world there's like five million different types of kinks right and not everyone is into the same fucking thing and the idea is you want to find someone that likes all of your kinks and you don't want to fuck around with people that don't like some of your kinks the number one thing that <laughs> is hard to find is a dom that actually fucking understands the proper dynamics of a DNS relationship. In a dom and sub relationship, the sub has all the power. The dom has all the control. The sub is first and foremost the priority. The dom has to Find out what are the sub's needs and fulfill those needs. And that is how the dom earns their submission. And then the sub gives them control. That is how the fucking dynamic works. The sub comes first. A lot of fuckboys out there that are actually just sexist men are pretending they're doms, but really they want just a woman to submit them completely. They're fucking faking it. And so that's why there's this vetting process where I'm like, how does this work in this situation? Like, what do you think about this? About this? Da, da, da. So like we did a whole vetting conversation. This guy had all the right fucking answers. <laughs> and it sounded promising. So he picks me up for a fucking date. I'm 10 minutes-ish. A little less than 10 minutes just late because I decided to hurry up and do my nails real quick because it's been a while since I fucking put on lashes and put myself together so I wanted my nails to look nice too and I get in the car and I just immediately I could tell that this guy's energy was not the same energy I was getting via text he opened his mouth and he had an accent it was not Hawaiian, let me tell you. It was 100% Middle Eastern. And I was like, okay. So we start chatting a little on the way to the restaurant, you know, and I tell him that I used to be here before in 07 to 11 and like, <laughs> you know, just basic information, like getting to know each other. And I'll never understand why guys 
take me on a date and I tell them I enjoy San Francisco and then they start shitting on San Francisco. Like this fucking fool lived in Daly City and he took me back to Daly City closer to his house because you know I was like I don't know how well the date will go. Maybe I'll feel like going over your place and maybe I won't. But anyhow I brought stuff for an overnight in a little backpack just in case it went well. And immediately I realized he didn't listen to anything I had to say about me living here before. Uh, he went off on a, oh, San Diego's way better than San Francisco. And I was like, I'm from there. I spent my childhood there and s- seven years as an adult. I fucking hate that place. It's not for me. It's pretty fucking boring and yada, yada, yada. Like, <laughs> that's cool. I feel differently. I'm from there. And I'm like, okay. And... I'm like, okay, cool. So we're already practicing the sexist, just completely not listening to me because you didn't retain the information I just told you like two seconds ago. Um, and then we get to the restaurant and I realize as I drive away, as we drove away two seconds away from my house and the mission where it's sunny, the fog is literally like just over the hill. And I was like, oh, it's fucking cold. And we're not seating, sitting at doors. Um, and he was like, oh, don't worry. I'm the biggest OCD person ever. Like, I would never make us sit indoors. And I'm like, okay, sure. We get there. We sit outside. Oh, right. That's right. So we're in the car. And I'm like, I want my beanie because it's cold. There's fucking fog. And he thinks I'm grabbing my purse. He's like, you don't need your purse. And I'm like, I'm grabbing my beanie, homie. Like, calm the fuck down. The whole backpack isn't coming with me. <laughs> which one don't ever fucking tell a woman when she does and does not need her purse men don't ever talk about a woman's purse ever that's not your fucking business it is not your fucking place to tell us what we do and do not need with us at any given time if you are still telling a woman what she should and should have it with you then you are a fucking idiot you have no business telling a woman that okay So one, he did that. And that enough was enough for me to be like, this guy's a tool and I don't want to be here already. But whatever, we're already fucking here. Let me see if I can get dinner out of this. We get to the table and my mask is still on. And he's like, you can take off your mask now. And I just like look at him and I'm like, I'll take off my mask when I'm ready. Thanks. Um, (laughs) And like, he's being hella vague. Hello, like, trying to be sneaky, making idle comments, not listening to anything I want to say. Like, this guy's a fucking tool that's, like, I order a glass of wine. Oh, that's right. I order a glass of wine, and then I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll just get meatballs and garlic bread, because those are appetizers. And he was like, yeah, I saw the meatball reviews were good. I haven't had them, though. And I'm thinking to myself, like... You told me I could get a steak if I want because in our conversation yesterday, I said I wanted the fish and you were like, oh no, I'm going to get that. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, I don't really like anything else on this menu because I told you already that Italian's not really my thing because I don't eat a lot of carbs. But you insisted we come here. And... (laughs) So I was like, we get there, he orders a fucking, he was like, oh, then he like, he mentioned like, it was really hard to find somewhere with a full bar open on a Sunday. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize you thought I needed a full bar. I was like, I would have been happy with just beer or wine. I don't need a full bar. And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, 
Well, a liquor license is entirely different than just a beer and wine license for a restaurant. Like most restaurants have beer and wine. Like a full bar is is a liquor license. So I was like, I'm not gonna have liquor tonight. He was like, oh, okay. And so I get wine. He orders a fucking Corona. And then I'm like, okay, I think I'll eat this. And then he was, I was like, what are you gonna get? And he was like, oh, I'm not gonna eat. And I'm thinking to myself like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, okay, well, I really wanted to get the fish. I was only not gonna get the fish because you were gonna get the fish. So I'm gonna get the fish then. And he was like, oh, okay. So the waiter comes, I get the fish, and then he decides last second to get some chicken thing. And he like downs his Corona cause it's water, gets another one. I'm, um, I'm trying not to, I sip the wine to taste it to make sure I like it. I'm like, oh, it's good. But I don't start immediately drinking it cause I'm empty stomached and drinking alcohol before you eat can make you sick at least me it does he was like oh you actually drink with your food while you eat it <laughs> i'm thinking to myself like yeah you brought me to an italian fucking restaurant that's how italians do things that's how the food's supposed to be fucking enjoyed like are you kidding me right now and i was like yeah i like to drink with my food <laughs> so like the food gets here and i'm already like this guy's a sexist piece of shit and any real dom in the BDSM world would never treat a sub this way <laughs> because they know it's all about the sub and the sub's needs. They would never fucking tell me I don't need my purse. They would never fucking tell me like <laughs> I need to take my mask off. They would never, a dom would never ask a sub to do anything she was uncomfortable doing. That is like so presumptuous. And I'm like, fuck, dude, this guy is like, and he's trying to be clever. And then he like, the waiter, I get kind of close to another, like the end of my glass of wine. And the waiter's like, do you want another one? And I was like, no, thank you. And the waiter walks away and he's like, why don't you get another glass of wine? And I'm thinking, you fucking rapey piece of shit. And I'm like, because I don't want to drink anymore. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And I'm like, at this point, the energy, like, this guy's a fucking sexist piece of shit, is so bad. And like, I, oh yeah, and then he's like, are you gonna eat all that to my fish? And I looked at him and I was like, I don't really know yet, homie. I just started eating it. Not there yet. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I'm like, I don't feel good. Like, I'm eating the food, I'm drinking the wine, and my stomach isn't having it. Probably because I'm on this date with this fucking asshole. And I was like, my stomach's not really feeling well. And then he's like, your stomach feels fine. Your stomach doesn't not feel well. And I fucking lost it. I was like, excuse you. Where the fuck do you get off telling me whether or not my stomach fucking feels good or not? That is extremely sexist to tell a woman what she does and does not feel. It is also super sexist to tell a woman when she does and does not need her purse. I then proceed to scream at him that he's a sexist piece of shit and that you don't tell women these things. You don't tell a woman what she does and does not feel. You do not tell a woman when she needs her fucking purse. You do not tell a woman when to take her mask off. You don't fucking tell a woman any of that shit. He's obviously a fucking deceptive lying piece of shit trying 
to pretend to be a dom via text because really he just wants a submissive woman to submit to him not because he gives a shit about her but because he gives a shit about himself and I brought up like where are you from and he maintained the Hawaii story and I'm just thinking to myself like homie you're a lying sack of shit like you could definitely physically pass for a variety of races but I fucking hear your goddamn accent you're trying to tell me that like just leave that out and I'm just like this shit is infuriating everyone's like you're racist for making these assumptions about Middle Eastern people and I'm like they're not assumptions this is the behavior I've witnessed online in the BDSM community and in person about a lot of Middle Eastern dudes have figured out that the BDSM community like what guys get out of it really appeals to them because they are just sexist assholes but the BDSM relationship is not sexist it's a very intense exchange of power between two humans that is based on the female and this guy was hella predatory he had all the right answers in the text message about who's the priority this that and the other but as soon as i was in his presence i was immediately treated like a female like piece of meat and i was just like fuck this guy this guy is a piece of shit i was like i want my purse out of your fucking car i'm going home i'm getting my own fucking uber i'm certainly not getting in the car with you fucking trying to pressure me into drinking more so that you can get drunk and he was downing coronas so he could get drunk too i was like this is unreal man made a big scene at a restaurant and like and I think he dipped on the bill like as I got into my lift I saw him turn his car lights on and I told the waiter that he was looking for him so like I feel fucking bad now and I want to I'll probably call back tomorrow and be like did that bill did he run out on that bill because I'll fucking cover it because that guy's a piece of shit but (laughs) that's a whole nother story I feel really bad about that but like also I'm fucking like out of here I was like (sighs) I couldn't even believe it. It was really bad. And, like, for those of us that believe in astrology, like, I shouldn't be going on dates right now. My friends, I don't I don't know astrology all the time. I'm lazy. I have friends that tell me when shit's in order and where my house is and all that bullshit is, aligning with the stars. But apparently Mars and Aries and some shit is aligned right now and everyone's testy right now and pissed off. But, uh... I shouldn't be going out <laughs> and meeting dudes right now but all the same fucking these dudes sucked the first guy wouldn't shut up about how great he was with a huge ego i fucking hate men with huge egos it is always undeserved <laughs> and then the second guy was just a sexist predator like in the bdsm community outrageous um <laughs> so i just yeah d- dating 2020 Honestly, after these two instances, I think it was probably a sign if I didn't get coronavirus from these two instances, I should probably not date for a minute Um, because I really am rolling the dice meeting fucking strangers. I mean, I let the first guy massage me, so we have close personal contact. I got in the car with the second guy, but I had my mask on and it didn't go past the restaurant, so I probably didn't get exposed to whatever that fuckhead is doing but I think it's definitely a sign it appears as if the second wave of the virus is coming because everyone's starting to go back into the world and hang out with friends as if everything's normal and it it isn't 
so I think that's a that's God being like, hey, girl, you're not meant to have any real dick right now. So just why don't you cool it and not contract this virus? Um, so I'm going to cool it. But the dildo gets here this week. <laughs> this dildo boasts of a six to seven inch length that it pulses from. So <laughs> in a fucking motion. So we'll see how we'll see how good to the real thing this dildo is when it gets here. Um, I'll be back uh, to let you guys know how this dildo works out. But um, yeah. So, parables of a slut. Uh, <laughs> so far, I am. Is it over two on dudes? <laughs> over two. Uh, so yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed my ridiculous attempts at meeting males. Uh, I was really hoping that guy was Pacific Islander because Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders are usually the nicest people in the whole world and they do have their own fucking accent like I don't know why this guy like thought like yeah they have their own pattern of like dialect like <laughs> anyhow anyhow I I was hoping that would be the case but it certainly was not but anyhow all right everyone I hope you enjoyed my little uh, diatribe it wasn't quite positive, um, but I like to go on these diatribes that way if there's any women listening to remind them that we don't have to deal with bullshit. Don't let a man tell you whether or not he's a good man. Don't let a man tell you whether or not some other twat is a good girl or not. Certainly don't let anyone tell you that they're just as good as you are. <laughs> you... <laughs> Don't let a man tell you when to bring your purse. Don't let a man tell you when you should be drinking or, you know, anything. Don't let men tell you anything. I'm fucking sick and tired of men choosing, I need to correct you. I need to tell you what to think. I need to tell you this. Like, sorry. That is a number one deal breaker for me. If a guy immediately meets me and starts telling me things I need to think. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, buddy. I think for myself because I have my own fucking brain. So scoot along. Bye, Felicia. Anyhow, good night, everyone. I'll talk to you later. Till next time.